0: Brit, and Brit, the perfect combination of and, wit, politics, sports, and shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Britt cast. Glad you're with us. We're in the uh, 1:30 130 Eastern Hour live on Facebook and other platform areas If you're hearing us in the podcast, it's it's later, but uh we're we're a fine wine. We age beautifully yeah beautifully you you know what you go back and look at some vintage video or listen to old podcasts of brad and brit from from five years ago and it's just as droll today as it was then
1: easily yeah it's even better even droller
0: is it possible is that possible that's a word that's a word all right um i got my list all right twice (laughs) let's start with the jews on the greatest singers list. Oh. Um, with endorsements like this, how can Kevin lose? Uh, and we do need five more Liz Cheney's or Adam Kinzingers. Um, comparison numbers about to surface on the ineptitude. Wow. Uh, Republican Party's COVID coalition continues to mutate. Gotcha. Kramer officially pulls the plug on crypto. Time to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Top three actual possible Republican alternatives. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we might as well get started with our friend uh Mr. McCarthy, who has as we speak, just lost his fourth vote, his fourth vote uh to be speaker. Right. He now becomes ironically the Buffalo Bills, who lost four straight Super Bowls, correct?
0: uh yeah that that's right now it's funny you should bring that up because um if you've uh, seen the uh, donald trump message of endorsement and it's a tearful one yeah. for for, <laughs> for for kevin mccarthy trump begs house republicans to back kevin mccarthy's speakership that's the wrong headline i say it should be Florida man tosses verbal tire filled with cement to sinking congressman. It's funny. Or or something like that. So within this message, and uh, Mr. Short Attention Span can't focus a message on one issue. He has to try to pile in extra grievances to make his already sucky endorsement message even suckier. So here we go let's examine some really good conversations took place last night. And now it's time for all of our capital letters. Great Republican house members to capital letters, vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory and watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back to a very broken California. The only speaker in us history to have lost the quote house unquote twice. All right, so how many things are wrong with that? The answer is, of course, everything. Nancy Pelosi did not, quote, lose the House, unquote. She did not lose it, nor did she lose it in 2010 when uh, Barack Obama, the then president, riding the uh, victory of Obamacare, which, by the way, is solely the responsibility of Nancy Pelosi. Thank you for Obamacare uh, Speaker Pelosi at the time. She did not lose the 2010 election. But in Trump's world, a guy who really did lose the election in 2020, who won't admit it, he, of course, has to lie and try to bring that up as if Nancy Pelosi is like Richard Nixon in 1975, going to get on an airplane and fly back to California as a loser. No, not true. Apparently, Donald Trump doesn't know that she did run for re-election, and she did win her seat. She's not going to be the speaker anymore, but she's not flying back to California to preside over a loser state, which, by the way, she has nothing to do with governing the state of California. Donald Trump does not know that members of the House of Representatives do not uh, personally govern their states like mayors or governors. He's he's not aware of that. So that one's... That's just the beginning. Mm -hmm. That's just the beginning. Um, Republicans, this is all capitalized. Republicans do not turn a great triumph into a giant and embarrassing defeat. All right. It wasn't a great triumph.
1: Yeah. What is the great triumph? (laughs)
0: Where where is the great triumph? Well, that was the red wave, the red tsunami, (laughs) Brit. When when the Republicans took a thirty to forty seat advantage, mm. so that they yeah. could impose, all right, so that didn't happen. So it was not a great victory at all, not a great triumph. You deserve it. It's time to celebrate. Yes, of course, it's time to celebrate. Uh, then back down to uh, regular type, not capitalizing every word. Kevin McCarthy will do a good job, and maybe even a great job. Back to capitals. Just watch. That's his entire endorsement of Kevin. So it, it, it's right in the middle of all this other shit. And then he turns again on Elaine Chow, the former transportation secretary, Mitch McConnell's wife. If Republicans are going to fight, we ought to be fighting Mitch McConnell and his domineering, China loving boss. Capital letters for the word boss, I mean wife, Coco Chow.
1: Yeah, that's right. I knew that. I had forgotten what his slam
0: was for her. Calls her Coco. The harm they have done in the Republican Party is incalculable. He couldn't be elected dog catcher. He puts the words dog catcher in quotes in Kentucky. Sadly, he only won because of my endorsement. Um, He won the election there by 20 points for re-election of the Senate in 2020. Um, Donald Trump, collectively across the country, if you added up every endorsement, didn't add 20 points collectively to all the people that he endorsed in the general election. Fair statement. Can't Mm -hmm. prove it. I just kind of know it's true. It's math. Yeah. Uh, Take the victory and run. So that's what, what Trump spits out this morning. And uh, my first thought is, yeah, those 20, it's probably higher than 20 now, who are part of the uh, uh, Kevin, um, we're just not that into you caucus <laughs> on the Republican side, um, they have probably not been waiting around for a Donald Trump pronouncement on social media to get on board with Kevin McCarthy. I mean, it's so lame it's so late it's so irrelevant it's so nothing that i'm embarrassed that we started off that way but but sometimes sometimes the candy is right in front of you and you have to grab it you do
1: i just um It is somewhat reminiscent of when uh, they would shut down the government and then Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they would turn to them and go, you got to give him a win. You got to get him, get him out of this. Trump had dug himself into a fucking hole so much like baby Jessica. They had, you got to help him. You got to do something for him. Why? Why do I have to help him? He fucked himself. Why am I I doing
0: that? This is different. This is, this is really, really different than that because I don't have a calendar in front of me, but there actually is in spite of the uh, people who think it's the funniest joke in the world to say, well, when the government is divided or when the government can't function, then we're all better off because, well, that's when they're not raising our taxes. Uh Uh They think that's the funniest thing ever. But the fact is there are um, perfunctory functions. I don't know if that's a, legitimate use of those two words back to back that have to be executed no matter what. And one of them is this droll, inexplicable uh, Joe down at the VA doesn't care that much about it. Doesn't know about it. It's way over his head, debt ceiling thing where if that doesn't get extended and fixed, which is basically uh, making sure that the uh, bill you ran up on your credit card gets paid, If that isn't taken care of, the United States goes into default and the world's economy is really, really dependent on the United States having good faith and credit and not defaulting on its financial obligations through the U.S. Treasury in addition to people not getting their social security checks and the military not getting all those kind of things. That has to be taken care of. And if this were to go out Weeks and weeks and months and months. I think that you cross over that line and we're fucked. We're basically fucked. And why is that? Because of the Republican Party. And you can say, well, it's just those 20. If they would just get on board. This has been decades in the making. This yes. goes back to Newt Gingrich. This mm-hmm. goes back to drown the uh, government in, in the bathtub. Grover Norquist, tax guy. It's, it's all that shit. And it's all coalesced in, so far, 20 people on the Republican side, not wanting to be Republicans. Yeah, um, But I say the alternative could be, and it's never going to happen, but we get to play fantasy baseball here on the Brad and Brit cast. Um, since the Democrats are almost hilariously united right now, when your when your opponent is is digging a hole, right? You just uh, let them use the shovel, and you stand back and watch. Can we can uh, we send the shipments
1: of popcorn
0: up to Capitol Hill? Can we do that? Because I think that's pretty good. Yeah, um, you know they they all vote every time this runs through. What we're through four different votes as we speak. Yeah, they all vote for for Hakeem Jeffrey. so he has his two hundred. Is it 212 or 212.
1: 213? It's been 212,
0: it's like 201, I think, forever. Right. So all you need is for five Republicans, five little Adam Kinzingers or uh, Liz Cheney's who have been too timid to speak up on behalf of the country, uh, who have been too timid to sacrifice their position in Congress to save. Forget the Republican Party. How about the United States? We need five of them to step forward and say, I'm going to vote with the Democrats, and we're going to make Hakeem Jeffries the Speaker of the House. Okay? And he promises to be a really good Speaker of the House. Sorry, we're going to put our country ahead of party. That would be, to me, that would be, of course, the best outcome. That's not likely to happen. Right, Um, But... Other than that, these folks, they are suicide bombers. And the old, you don't negotiate with terrorists, we always thought that was with al-Qaeda or with um, ISIS or with the Taliban. Taliban, you can't talk to them. Or with Palestinian terrorists who have hijacked the airplane. And by the way, we did used to talk to them. We did.
1: We did, yeah. We talked to them.
0: Um, But – They've got terrorists among themselves. Remember, a lot of these people are seditionists. A lot of these people supported the coup. Yes, but who like, empowered right? them? Almost, who right. empowered them? Who built it? Who made right. them? Right. Well,
1: uh, they made it. They made the problem. They, they empowered the problem. these but,
0: assholes. But, Britt, these are people that uh, very many of them come from extremely gerrymandered Republican districts where they, they fear nothing. They fear nothing and they are the craziest of the And who kids. created that? The Republican Party set that up. Right, that, <laughs> They've this created gonna, this monster from the tits up on this thing. It's their project. It's their project. And uh, like a like a bad chemistry project in eighth grade, it's it's blowing up the whole classroom, and there and nobody can stop it. Nobody can stop it. And the people blowing up the classroom, they don't want it to stop. Because remember. What is the old Steve Bannon line? We're going to dissemble. We're going to destroy the administrative state. Meanwhile, that's what this is. That's what this is. You are destroying the United States Congress. You are wrecking it. Congratulations.
1: Meanwhile, hey, the Constitution hasn't been read on the House floor yet. Not
0: one time, Brad.
1: Not one no. time have they stood That's up there the, and read that constitution.
0: I know. So if they would just read it, that would probably change everything. Well, yeah.
1: they, they can't until they're in charge. They have to be right. in charge and then they've got to read it.
0: Right. Right. Uh, Maybe the Democrats should just read it amongst themselves. Just start That's reading what they it. do. No, they should all have like, like huge, you know, uh, 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 gigantic sized constitutions, right? You know, three feet high each big books, and, and all of them in unison should be reading the Constitution. Who's you, who's Wouldn't the favorite, visual be great on that?
1: Who's your favorite member of the Freedom Caucus currently? Because I'm going to go with Gates. I love the idea that Gates, who they normally love being their their chief suicide bomber, saying all of the pithy shit that he does on Fox all the time, now it's being used against them. Now his his turrets have been turned, it's been turned completely against them, and he's just firing bullets at them without, with, in, without discrimination.
0: Well, Kevin McCarthy is his own worst enemy too. Yes. And, and he's just he's just a he he makes the phrase empty suit sound like a like a great statesman. You know, they could use an empty suit instead of Kevin McCarthy. But how stupid do you have to be? How stupid do you have to be to start moving your shit into the speaker's office. Nancy Pelosi is out and the speaker's office in the U.S. Capitol, of course, stands apart from all the others. It has its own hallway. It's got the the name of the speaker in giant letters above that that uh, entrance. It's a big arch. She's gone, and Kevin McCarthy, not the speaker, says, "Well, shit, I'm going to be the speaker." Move my shit in ahead of time so yeah. I'm ready to go on 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 minute one. No, you don't do that. It you know what you don't get to move your stuff into the house until you've closed, until the papers are signed. But apparently he is not aware of that. You're stuck so in things. escrow. You're stuck in escrow right now, motherfucker. Yeah, your shit is tied up. He he, you know that'd be an improvement. So what does Matt <laughs> Gates do? Matt Gates, <laughs> being the dick dickwad that he is, I love those. this. Official letter. Uh, <laughs> who who did he send this to? The, the architect of the County? house. The architect of the house is who he sent it to. Yeah, Dem- demanding that that McCarthy's shit be thrown out onto the street. <laughs> just, goes- just like you know, like one eight hundred junk man right you know, they just they bring a truck you they, yeah, they bring your shit and throw it out there get the college studs over here we got to get these
1: people out of here they yeah. got to get this shit out of here he writes it he's like under what precedent do we allow somebody to move their shit in this office without yeah. having achieved the vote he's lost like three votes how does he get to stay in there right. it's like right. and you can't you can't blame the dem i don't understand how are they going to be able to blame the democrats for this I mean, they blamed him for George Santos. That, they're completely his fault. They're completely the Democrats fault. How do you blame the Democrats for this? You can't. <laughs> There's nothing you uh,
0: can do. I, you're not thinking hard enough. <laughs> I'm sure there will be a way we might not be able to understand it or, or figure it out ourselves. I
1: don't that, believe that empty headed buffoon. Sean Hannity has even figured out a way that this is Democrats fault yet. Yeah. Remember his memory remember his saying from last night, you know, you house Republicans, you were on the verge of looking like a clown show. But they're not there yet. Oh, no, no, really? no,
0: no. They're
1: just, they're this close, this close. What? <laughs>
0: right, well, but uh, one of my little things that I wrote down here is that uh, they're close to starting uh, comparisons to other kinds of failures. For instance, back when COVID started, remember uh, when we were uh, at, at at twenty thousand? Okay, that was terrible. But then when you got to 80,000, well, that's more than every NFL stadium. Yeah. That yeah. number of people have died. And then yeah. it got to – so they would make these kinds of comparisons. So now with Kevin McCarthy, he's he's owned 4 um, You're right. That's four in a row like the Buffalo Bills yeah. in the, the Super Bowl. But you know what? There is a difference. They were in the big game right now kevin mccarthy is not even really out on the field because no, there, there is no there is no you show up and then you lose. no he's he, I know jim kelly
1: i've worked with jim kelly sir you are no
0: jim kelly you know no jim <laughs> kelly but uh, it's going to be number of days because if it takes 20 30 40 50 60 days then you're going to be able to easily compare that number of days to you know the the number of de- you know, they'll be comparing it to the number of days it took for Bush v. Gore to be decided. They'll be comparing it. They should um, really,
1: the, Democrats uh, should, the Democrats should really put out graphics saying the House held hostage like day three or something like right,
0: that. They right. should really start doing it. I, I always like to start with uh, number of days Cher was married to Greg Allman was that nine or something like that? Yeah,
1: something like that was less than two weeks. That's so. Yeah. That's so great. I, I love yeah. it. I can't. I can't yeah. get enough of it. I, honestly, I think it's so so fantastic.
0: There, yeah. there is no downside. Well, well, there there is a downside because the business of the country uh. needs to get done, but it can't get done when you have anti American terrorists in your party that you have enabled to uh, get elected by people in this country who largely support what they're doing. Do do I I see any uprising um, on the Republican side in the public, people coming out and protest? No, they, they don't. What is it that I,
1: I, I, I texted to you and John, the Catholic, I said, you know, they always show that they can't govern. It just usually takes
0: more than a day. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah sure. way to get at it quickly. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for not pretending for a few weeks or months. Uh, let, let me let me give you the the uh, actual names of actual hard to believe, real possibilities beyond what I thought was a stellar list that I produced See? on the previous podcast. This is who- the shit
1: that needs to be on FanDuel. This is the stuff that needs to be on DraftKings right here.
0: Yeah yeah um here they are. I hate it. this is just this dreadful um Jim Jordan, yeah, but he's unacceptable to uh, so many people he would never get it either. He says they he doesn't want it.
1: the job he doesn't want the job allegedly do you think he's being Machiavellian or something like that No. Right?
0: yeah no i I think that the Jim Jordan as horrendous as he is. May be actually smart enough to realize this is not a job. It's a dead man's job. One. It's a dead man's job. Uh, he's much happier being the dick that he is, yeah. uh, not not wearing a sport coat and just letting it fly constantly. And he's dying to be the chairman of one of the major oversight committees to uh, lead some kind of Hunter Biden hearing or a Joe Biden impeachment or impeaching the, uh, the immigration guy, you know, or or I want to grill Fauci. He'd much rather be doing that than being a speaker of the house. The phrase herding cats doesn't even come close. It's an insult to cats to, uh, to, to talk about that job. All right. Number two, of course, is the most mentioned name, Steve Scalise of Louisiana. He's the number two Republican in the house. Right now, but again, his problem is he's too buddy buddy with Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. So if you weren't going to vote for Kevin McCarthy, why would you vote for Steve Scalise? Now here is a name I have not heard. I was not aware that he would even be a possibility. But Britt, it's North Carolina's Patrick McHenry. I saw somebody floating it as a trial balloon. I can't remember what it is. Right. Uh, and Major League Asshole. I mean, as far as credentials, he's got that, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's got the asshole credentials, and, of course, he's got the best name because he's a combination of you know, Patrick Henry, give me liberty or give me death, and Fort McHenry, which during the War of 1812 was written about by Francis Scott Key, thus giving <laughs> us the beginning of every sporting event in America since 1931. Right. Uh, So, you know what? I actually got through that without stumbling. Pretty good. Not bad.
1: I saw somebody Uh, now floating the name uh, Fred Upton, who is a representative from Michigan. Uh, This would be a slap in the face to Donald John Trump because
0: Fred Upton voted to impeach Donald John Trump. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way a a, uh, a moderate who compromises with Democrats from Michigan who voted to uh, toss out Trump. Don't think so. Don't think it's going to happen. You got a better shot with Hakeem Jeffries. You know, there's always the Conan O'Brien, uh, Jay Leno, uh, Bob Chapek, Robert Iger situation that could come to light, which is where you you call up Nancy Pelosi and <laughs> yeah. you say, "Nancy, come on, give us two more years, one more time, Nancy, <laughs> one more time, Nancy." One more time. Oh, they uh, would be beside
1: themselves. I mean the, the voters who who sent these Republicans back and like, we're gonna get rid of Nancy Pelosi. That bitch is gonna be out of here. And then you call her hey, could you please come just for a couple years because we can't figure this out at all. Yeah yeah this but this does show you if you if you have the uh, objectivity to look at this, how good she was at her job. How good she was at getting people in line, and you know, sometimes you got to twist arms, sometimes you got to pat backs. She would not have taken a vote to the floor where she would have publicly gotten her ass kicked four times like this. What? She would not isn't have that, done it.
0: Isn't that rule one? Yes. For 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 people who are really good at this, which is you you make sure you have everything in your back pocket. You got it all there before you go out and allow yourself to be embarrassed i mean this this isn't like it's a close vote it's it's not even close and um so yeah by the way mike luckovich's cartoon on this is just great it's a giant pink slipper a giant pink pump right and inside it is a little tiny little kevin mccarthy (laughs) saying (laughs) having a a little bit of problems filling that aren't you Kevin? (laughs) great can they work yeah. out something where
1: each uh, where each member, uh, each Republican member of the House gets the job on rotation every day? Can they? would that be something they could do? Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Every day. Yeah. Like, yeah like, like in your fraternity, you know, uh, every day somebody is in charge yeah. of uh, uh, making sure that the carpet is swept in the the uh, the common areas. Oh, there you go.
1: And then sometime so, yeah. sometime in August, George Santos will actually if he's
0: still there, he'll get to be the Speaker of the House for a day. It'll be great. You you just never know you you just don't know yeah yeah he'd be the great compromise candidate wouldn't he okay uh, all right um,
1: so let's uh,
0: let's let's go to the uh, two hundred singers list yeah and uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with the Jews okay and I, I I'm only doing this because it's really really entertaining sure and by the way just as a starting point I think that this abused the concept of annoying lists even more than the most annoying lists i've ever seen about anything the 200 greatest singers of all time how dare you how dare anybody just just stop just stop all right uh and the last time they did this was about 15 years ago they did it in in 2008 and they only had 100 people on the list apparently in the last 15 years a lot of great new singers have uh, have <laughs> tons, emerged tons of good ones um, but of course it's it's who's not on there is just just absurd uh here are the following people that are not on there ready not on the top 200 art garfunkel neil diamond neil sadaka mark bolan Carly Simon, Laura Nero, uh, Susanna Hoffs, Carol King, not on there. By the Jeez. way, these are all Jews, yeah. all Jews. Yeah. So you tell me what this is all about. Of course, Barbara Streisand is on there. Amy Winehouse is on there. Um, Bob Dylan, Lou Reed, Leonard Cohn, all, all on there, all Jews. I'm reading from the forward. Of course, they they do this kind of shit. It's great. I love it. I love it did you see that a um, couple of,
1: a couple of weeks ago Carly Simon lost two of her sisters like yeah. in back-to-back days yeah 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 I mean it really um, very sad they were great and you
0: see the clips of them being the, the singing together and it's really good yeah, yeah. and uh, just a little bit more and then we can get to the actual you know, yeah. list that is uh, non religiously uh, oriented here we have folks who became Jews by choice in their adult lives and this, yeah. I'm not aware of these two. Jackie Wilson and okay. Little Richard. Okay. Little Richard maintained that he was Jewish throughout his life, even though he was an ordained minister. And he formalized the connection when he actually converted in the 1980s. In the 1980s, who knew? And uh, apparently Bob Dylan got behind him and, and kind of convinced him to uh, do this. Who knew? Uh, by the way, Elvis Presley Elvis Presley says he would trace his Jewish matrilineal through his mom's descent back at least as far as his great-great-grandmother. So therefore Elvis Presley, a Jew. <laughs> 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 not, not real. Okay. Uh, so so, so there you go. But I just put the whole list. you ready? Here's other people not by religion who are not on this list. Celine Dion, pink yeah uh, janet jackson tony yeah. bennett madonna nat king cole and Dion warwick who's so good she got a whole cnn special done about yeah me. i saw that that's how good she is i okay. saw this um uh,
1: don't you love so, the, the don't you love the cnn special what happened to america's mayor are you gonna be looking are you gonna be looking at uh, that one but
0: is Rudy Giuliani on the 200 greatest singers list? That's what I want. <laughs> well, it
1: was on the, uh, the mass singer.
0: So yeah, maybe yeah. he
1: did make it there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <sighs> Taylor Swift is higher than Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood and Alicia Keys. Wasn't
1: that the point uh, of this whole thing is that the, the Rolling Stone, been- as they try to remain somewhat relevant here in the 21st century, they've gotten under your skin and at least you're talking about it. Isn't that, isn't that part of the deal? Of course, of, of course, it is. At least we didn't fall for it. <laughs> it's an uh, impossible list. How do you how do you judge how singer X is better than? And they have like Bob Dylan at fifteen. Well, there's a Jew that they put in there. There you go.
0: Yeah, well, there's one. All right. So the top twenty are Marvin Gaye, starting at twenty. Marvin Gaye, Frank Sinatra, Celia Cruz. I guess that's Ted Cruz's sister, right? That's right. That's it. Who it is? Yeah. Elvis Presley, Prince, Bob Dylan. Freddie Mercury, Patsy Cline, John Lennon. Now I'm sorry, you cannot put John Lennon ahead of Paul McCartney as a singer, and they did.
1: And they very much did. Yeah, I
0: I know. Uh, Little Richard at eleven, Al Green number ten, Otis Redding nine, Beyonce is eight, Stevie Wonder seven, Ray Charles six, Mariah Carey, Billy Holiday, Sam Cooke, Whitney Houston. And Aretha Franklin, a heavy emphasis on uh, R and B, as we like to call it, on the charts. Yeah, uh, according and to the, Billboard,
1: the heavy metal singers completely get just run out of the joint. The, yeah. the heavy metal screamers just don't even make the the list there at all. Yeah, yeah. No um, James. No James Hetfield. No Bon Scott. No, no none of those guys. None of those yeah. guys make it.
0: Um, Ozzy. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, we fell for it. <laughs> yeah, he's a great a Great singer.
1: I, I I think uh, you know again they're they always it's just meant to start debate. That's all it is. It's just meant to start debate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go back to uh, Joe Buck oh, yeah. and the uh, the shit that he unfairly was taking uh, for passing on information clearly sent to him by the NFL that. The players were going to get five minutes to get warmed up and we're going to keep playing the game. And the NFL, I think, is just lying through their teeth. So we never said that to him. We, what, do you think that Joe fucking Buck would make shit up like that? Do you yes. think that he thought, well, that'll make me look like a bigger man if I pass on a lie? That, that is so stupid. Of course what, they, they where said do you think, that. Where do you they're think they're denying the, it? They're denying it to make it seem like they were most. Yeah concerned in a, the most paramount way about the welfare the welfare well there was a lot of
1: confusion of, in the situation the nfl did not really have its shit together as it should have um where do you think the general and it's not even like comic it's just like general hatred or disdain toward joe buck where do you think that comes from per se? i don't
0: know i don't either because you know over the years i've i've liked him more and more and more and i And I guess it's because I've listened to him on on podcasts and when he's just being himself. Right. And he's he's really kind of a kind of a a terrific guy. And uh, he didn't do. And of course, there's that that fake hair issue, the hair transplant issue. But I'm going to let that I'm going to let that go.
1: Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's the only guy ever get hair play. I think he's the only guy. I think Prince Harry right now
0: is sitting in a chair somewhere getting some hair plugs uh yeah, and he's in the great place for it LA <laughs> okay <laughs> certainly one of the uh, fake hair capitals of the planet
1: i think right? i think joe buck is is mildly annoying cuz uh, he wrote a book one time about how he overcame divorce and then one time oh i had a midlife crisis oh I uh, write a book about it i'm glad i want to hear about this i don't but other i don't they did a thing a few years ago where they were doing promotional things for him and they were acting like they were doing stuff on the street and every time he would start to do a take, and I go, "Hey, you suck!" And they would, of course, keep it in as a yeah. joke because that's the that's the joke, right? Which I thought, by the well, way, they should...
0: I think he's great at, at laughing about this.
1: He stuff. is, I, and I thought that's that's the route that they should have taken with us at WBT. It's like this, these are the guys that you'd love to hate or whatever, but that's no, fine. No,
0: no, Brit, that's different. <laughs> that was because that was real. That needed to be. That needed to be but this, uh, but this is, I'll this tell, is what, tell you what I did. Th- I'll, go ahead, and I'll tell you what I did this morning. Something I looked at. I to
1: well, this about. is just one of those situations where it's it's people feel like he, he gets the thing wrong. Obviously, he's been fed, and, and people get a chance just to shit on him. Oh, there he goes again. Stupid-ass Joe Buck. God, we hate him. And... I I don't quite get it. I don't quite get where the overall just the zeitgeist of him being it's it's almost like the zeitgeist of Kamala Harris being completely incompetent as vice president. I don't know what story where it came from what, what but it's just it just is it, it's just existential.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, getting slightly beyond that and widening out the the lens here about uh, every time something horrible in football happens. We have this discussion for about three days and then we uh, get back to uh, wondering what yeah. the point spread is We have we got lines to look at on Sunday's big game right we, right we'll we got back. over and unders to look
1: at for week eighteen dude
0: right right we 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 pretend that we're slightly embarrassing and and shameful that we really like this but we do um, and I went back and I looked at the uh, remarkable documentary from CBS as part of their show that was on for about 20 years called the 20th century called the violent world of Sam Huff. Yeah. Okay. And this was in October of 1960. So Jesus, John F. Kennedy hadn't even been elected president yet. Think about that. 63 ago?
1: Three years ago, 63 years right. ago. <laughs> uh,
0: and the, the uh, host and the narrator of the show, you don't just hear him. You see him is Walter Cronkite, and he is in full Walter Cronkite. These players have to get in condition that no human should be allowed. They must be so to And it was really the beginning, at least I think on a national level, to explain and glorify the violence that was pro-football. And they put... Back then, which was complete state-of-the-art, a little transistor in the back of Sam Huff's shoulder pads, So, and they mic'd him up so you could hear him and you could hear what was going on.
1: This is, a, this is one of the most violent linebackers who's ever played the game of football.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, it's, it's remarkable because, you th- you know, where was pro football in 1960? It was not the national pastime. There was no Super Bowl. The World Series was still the biggest thing every year, and pro football was uh, a largely uh, urban sport that correct. was watched in, in, in New York and, and Chicago and the Bears and Cleveland That's right. That's and right. Pittsburgh and all these you know teams that are still around. That's correct. And it, it was just starting to spread its uh, influence and popularity across the country, and this show was was a landmark, and it was a landmark not because people saw it and said, oh, God, that's horrible. N- no, no. It, it, I don't think there was anything besides the uh, championship game a few years earlier that went into overtime, won by the Colts, Alan Amici, um, that, that got more attention for pro football for, for many, many years. The, the violent world of Sam Huff, it's easy, just YouTube, and it, it comes right up. Um, but I'm trying to draw the line between that and here we are 60, 63 years later, um, and we love it. We love pro football. And more than we, ever. It's more we realize, yeah. but even then, you hear Sam Huff talking about the fact that his life was changed by football. He grew up in West Virginia coal mining country. Everybody was going to be a coal miner. He would have been a coal miner, but he said, I didn't want to be a coal miner. And he went to uh West Virginia university. He was a great player there and became a, uh, a, a New York giant legend. And what stuck out to me was Walter Cronkite going, and I was a middle linebacker, a very, very important and growing important position on the field. Uh, Sam Huff would make $12,000 this year as opposed to the superstars and the offense who make uh, upwards of $20,000 a year. Okay. Now, I'm telling you that even in 1960, $12,000 was not a lot of money. No. $20,000, not a lot of money. So go back 63 years, the mentality and the violence – was the same. The camaraderie was the same. Sam Huff talks about the lives of the other players being as important to him and his knowledge of them as if they were his own family. And that's all you're hearing right now the last three days. The NFL is one big family. Oh, they'll knock each other around. But the moment that happened, there they were all hugging each other because they understand. And and, and, and this is what football, pro football in particular, really is it? it's all about that we've said we're willing to look the other way because we like it so much this is the first time i can ever recall in my life i'm sure you also that something this vivid has happened that so many people not only saw in real time but of course now everyone in the country is aware of it and i'm sure that they will resolve the uh crisis of finishing the game by uh moving back everything and 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 closing up that one week in between the championships and the super that bowl seems to be they, like they yeah, won't like, take they and they've done that before that has happened before for for other reasons so sam don't.
1: uh sam huff was making by the way the equivalent of about one hundred fourteen thousand dollars in today's money it's, that's about what sam huff was making according to the inflation
0: right. calculator right and of course a uh uh pro football players m- even the There's lowest paid ones make eight times that. So the only the,
1: the only chumps making the kind of money. Well, they were the ones that were pumping on his on on Hamlin's chest on uh, Monday night. They probably they probably make about that much. <laughs> that's the only guys you can find doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that's changing. And I wonder if there are discussions that are going on today in marketing arms of companies like AT and T and McDonald's. Like uh, I don't know about I don't know about us sponsoring a snuff film. I don't know that we should be. I don't know that we should be doing that because you know there was some of that stuff. Hey, this is a very serious situation, and these people are crying. Let's take a break. AT and T has you know they've got the new Apple phone
0: here. It is, and you would have to just go to a commercial. I don't. It's a little awkward, isn't it? No, I think you're stretching. I, I, don't, think you're, I don't. I don't. Because nobody, I think, nobody is, nobody is blaming the fact. No, that but you have your message. Regularly in- scheduled commercials were running for that for that hour a couple different times and, and many times i have never eaten i'm never eating, it. I'm never eating mcdonald's again bro.
1: well again yeah, if, you're, if,
0: if you're if you're if
1: you're if you're mar- the marketing arm of one of those and you watch that and you're like oh that's that's probably not a good look for us is it hmm huh. not really sure that we should be involved with a again a snuff film but who am who am I to judge? Again, if Apple is okay with people jumping well, the, out the of the answer is
0: you're not, and you're wrong. But keep going, <laughs> keep, keep trying on this. You you so you don't think this is a discussion at all? You don't think that this no. is a, a discussion in the least? No, because it, it was. Now you could argue you could argue this that ABC and ESPN should have gone commercial free. They should have just dropped, just like in a, okay, a, a a a you know. Uh, an assassination mm-hmm. or or I mean, you mm-hmm. could make that argument but they didn't and i i just don't think that uh, what do
1: you what do you think about the idea of that's it we're done we don't have any new information here's gray's anatomy what do you think of that what do you think of that anatomy? would have been oh my god that would have been horrible <laughs> you think so oh my
0: god oh are you kidding <laughs> well i was
1: trying to think of a current abc sitcom and i don't know of any of them uh, the Connors here we go we're just going to go straight to the Connors. Right now, because we got nothing else to say here,
0: no, no. Here's the the worst thing would have been let let's uh let's play the uh, greatest uh, greatest highlights from Monday Night Football the first fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, you know, you know who I don't know why I think this. The Atlanta Braves yeah. seem to have more problems with mm. long delays than any, and and they do just go right back to to tbs shit right they do it all the time well they give up they get they give up in about 15 minutes they don't even try the
1: classic thing about that would have been like in the 80s here's another episode of the beverly hillbillies and they would just go to that or some shit like that or or here's andy griffith the pickle episode they they would they would do something like that
0: yeah Uh, yeah, please please make sure that you, you tell us which episode you guys are running that's important
1: Let's finish with uh, let's finish with Kramer finally giving up on crypto. Oh
0: yeah, well throwing uh, in the towel. I, I did not uh, see this, but uh, he's saying because now the companies that are still left, besides FTX, now they're they're fighting with each other. They're scrapping. With, they're they're like the Republican Party. Okay? I hate to, I hate to
1: see it. I just hate to see mommy and
0: daddy mm-hmm. fighting like this. Right, right. Uh, so. So Kramer's quote is, this is what happens in Ponzi schemes. At this point, our eyes glaze over when we hear about these noisy Twitter ring fights in crypto world. But there are hundreds of billions of dollars still tied up in this stuff, including money that you may have. And that money is going to be vanishing right before your eyes. My view is real simple. You can't afford to be the security that isn't a security, crypto. One that I argue you can't really store safely, not anywhere. And, quote, it's all one big hustle. Okay. Well, you want somebody wants to argue against no, that, no, put money good. into crypto and, and tell me that Bitcoin's going back to, to 80,000. You know, I say have at it. Um, well, hyster- but- hysterically,
1: some of these chuckle fucks inside the crypto industry are like, they're begging for regulation. There's been no regulation. They didn't want any fuck regulation. Now they're like, well, we kind of can help.
0: Help, please, a, Britt, a little. That was Sam bankman frieds shtick. <laughs> yeah, that was his shtick. <laughs> S- Stop me from stealing. You guys, you, know. you
1: guys have been for years and years like we don't need no fucking government. We are anti-government all over the world. We're going to be above the government, and now it's like, uh, can we? I, we need some structure, some rules, please. Help. No. You guys are sunk. I, this is one of those market solutions, market based solution, and I'm sorry, there's going to be people that get hurt by this, but the warnings have been there for a long, long time,
0: right? And uh, yeah, and the the uh, the proof that what you're saying has a lot of validity to it that this is a uh, market based solution is that there has been, as far as I can tell, no spillover, zero spillover to to anything else. No. It, and it just it, it, it just hasn't affected the rest of the uh, financial world. And in one sense, that's because it really isn't big enough. It isn't the world coming down on, on top of itself. But I would just guess that we may know some people, I don't know anybody, who went hard or went all in or mm-hmm. w- w- nobody was telling me, oh, you got to do this or, or it, it, this it, it, or it, like- that
1: these, these the millennials oh you old heads you don't get it this is the money of tomorrow you boomers you gen x morons like you got to get it no it's it it doesn't make sense they can't explain what it does they can't they can't do well, any of that
0: well everybody just about everybody learns the hard way with their money over their life one way or the other <laughs>
1: i i don't know anybody
0: that's ever gone smooth sailing from beginning to end without making some kind of egregious mistake and the egregious mistake as long as it's not catastrophically egregious you know you recover from it you learn from it hopefully you can laugh about it move on and and not make the same mistake and then you tell your kids not to make the same mistake and then they do uh, well, it's just, do you know,
1: I've become the guy at work who tells the 20 and 30 year olds what to do with their money. And I'm not a sophisticated investor, but I'm just S and P index. I'm just that guy. I've, I've, I've grown into that old fart now who, who, who tells people, unless you believe the great American experiment is over, it's all going to collapse. Nobody's ever going to go to Walmart or target or order from Amazon. Again, the S and P index fund that is offered to you is the way to go. Just keep it in there. Dollar cost average. And it's very boring, but let it go. I've become that person, Brad.
0: I don't even want to know you. <laughs> who are you? I'm the next speaker of the house. Who, who are you?